0: Okay, so I wanted to come on here and talk about just this vision that I had. I kept getting awakened out of my sleep, and I feel like the Lord just keep keep trying to wake me up. Keep me from sleeping all day, but I just don't feel motivated. And randomly, just, you know, videos on YouTube just start popping up on my timeline saying like, what it feels like to be under a love spell and love spell this love spell that and like i don't never search nothing like that so you know it's not even it's not even probably reflect reflective of my history or of the videos i have previously watched it just randomly pops up and i don't even watch stuff like this no more because i feel like Is going away from what God already showed me that, you know, none of that stuff really matters. Witchcraft, none of that stuff matters. What really matters when it comes down to it is your relationship with God. So I try to keep away from any other, any other thing like that, that's trying to explain it off in other ways. But also I try to keep my mind open because you never know if that can help you. And the Lord is not against you you know learning and being knowledgeable about what's out there he just doesn't want you to look for anybody other than him he doesn't want you to idolize any other resource and he definitely wants to put he wants you to keep him above everything else in your life so if you decide if you so decide I don't and oh yes and just don't ever go and try and like get your hand in witchcraft though But if you ever decide to learn from somebody else's mistakes in that, or if you ever decide to, you know, actually learn about that or just see what it is, you know, when people, other people do those things or what they have learned in doing those things, I don't feel like the Lord has a problem with you learning. The only problem is you have to be very careful and check your, you know, intent. You have to check your intent because if you are, you know, getting enticed into that or if you're being seduced into wanting to do stuff like that or wanting to go to some type of crystal shop and see maybe if a crystal can help or now when I want to go to some sort of a tarot card reader or some love spell person some you know witch whatever and try and see if I can you know do things other ways no that's what you can't do so you have to check your intent so um I'm also very careful when I even try to learn from them because you just have to be careful like some certain things you may learn from them can be You know, the wrong information, even though it's, you know, new information. Like, for example, they'll teach you that, you know, in order to get something off of you that like this that have that has been placed on you, you have to go to somebody like this and then they'll do something like this to get it off of you. Or you have to do something like this, like, I don't know, burn sage in your house or go take a spiritual bath or go do all these different things. And you have to be very careful because you can't the only thing that you can do when it comes to these kind of things in order to remove these things from your life is talk to the Lord and ask him to remove them from your life. But as far as learning from other people's mistakes or finding similarities as far as, you know, whether that have, I don't feel like it it genuinely matters if it was, if it is what happened to you or if it is was placed on you, you know, if you have the Lord and you're with the Lord and you're confident in him, then that just must, that just means that, you know, It doesn't matter what they did. Like they're, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen for, it's not going to happen like that. But, you know, as far as finding similarities and different things that they're talking about, one thing that you can, you know, I think that it probably will help. It will help a little bit sometimes to ease your conscience on you know whether you feel like okay i know i'm not i'm not you know making this stuff up like other people have gone through these things like these things are you know actually out here happening so that that actually can help with that type of thing but you still have to be very careful because nine times out of ten the lord already told you that nine times out of ten the holy spirit led you to already know that without their help without them you know and their information but you know I just, you know, I try to be very careful Careful, when I ask the Lord, you know, every single time I come across on these videos, I ask him and I came across this video and I asked him and I was like, you know, my heart was just like, you know, I don't know, God, because I don't want to, you know, slip back into what I was doing before, which was I would spend days, hours, you know, all day just listening to tarot readings, tarot card readings and that invited, like, it opened a portal in my life and invited so many different demons in my life. Even though they weren't actually able to hurt me, they were there waiting for the opportunity to. And that's that's more than enough. So, that's, that's what's so, you know, scary. And then, especially when you actually are an agent of the Lord and he has you, you know, on a mission... And these demons, they're, they've are they been inviting your life through a portal and then somebody, a witch or a warlock or a wizard who has also been placed on a mission by Satan against you, an agent of Satan comes against you because you're an agent of the Lord and you're doing something. So that means that Satan's going to send an agent with demons for, you know, to go against you and to try and stop you from getting through with your mission and to try and stop you from accomplishing what the Lord has set you out to do, which he won't be able to do, but he's going to do everything his power to do so. And when you have that kind of portal open, you know that these kind of agents, they're looking for any kind of portal like that. First of all, they're already, they already play dirty. They play, they are unfair. They play unfair. They don't like, they have rules, but a lot of times they are manipulating them. So when they're already manipulating the spiritual laws, you better not have something that they can actually use. So as far as the portal being open with the tarot card readings and astrology and actually caring what my zodiac sign was and all that kind of stuff on top of me not even being perfect. Like if you're not perfect and you've ever lied before, you've ever stole anything, you've ever done anything like that, you already have sin. So you you can't ask for, for repentance. You, you are forgiven in the Lord if you ask for repentance. And if you know you are agent of God, so of course you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior so with those things you know you're already covered but still they're looking for anything like they're looking for crumbs they're looking for anything they can get in use so that's a portal and if it's a door cracked they're trying to they're doing everything in their power to work on that because that's the first thing that they're doing you have to think of this like war when it's war if the enemy excuse me or the opposition is who, whoever the opposition is first thing you do is try and study them first thing you do is trying to figure out what it is that they're doing what it is that they're what's their strengths or what's their weaknesses and you try and play on both so for that portal being open and that door being cracked in my life even though you know I'm with God and obviously with God if he has commissioned me as you know to help if he if he put me on a mission then clearly he has confidence in me and, you know, I'm on the right side. But I, that never was a doubt for me. I never doubted that. It's just, a you know, the fact that I had, you know, sought different explanations for, you know, what would, what would be going on in my life daily, mo- excuse me, monthly, yearly. And I always found some sort of interest in, you know, being able to see the future. I've always, always, always not, not anymore, like not anymore. I noticed that that was just, you know, a temptation of Satan. But I used to always find that super interesting being able to see in the future and being able to, you know, like the crystal ball thing and being able to predict the future accurately. Not when you're just, you know, shooting blankly and you hope that you land on something like, no, you're accurately you know, being able to predict things specifically word for word. And you nobody can ever explain that. And I felt like only God had that power and it's not that he was extending that. At least at least not to me, because I had asked a bunch of times in my prayers, like, Lord, I wanna be able to have powers and see the future, et cetera. But um he never, you know, allowed me to have that. And he would always, I feel, not always, but I do remember him, like, I vaguely remember God kind of warning me against that, warning me against, you know, being so interested in that. And so I would watch these tarot card readers because I thought it was so interesting if they could actually predict something in my life, super specific like that. And it happened once, but when it had, by this time it happened, I already had a demon on my back. And the portal, the door was already open because I had been watching these videos over and over and over again. It's amazing how I first started watching these videos. I had never even known that these videos like we kind of existed. I knew about astrology. I knew about zodiac signs and I knew about tarot card readings, but I never actually went to one. So it popped up on my timeline one day. And it's it's amazing in the time period that this happened because Around this time, I had was going through so much and I didn't I didn't know what to do, which way to go. And the Lord came to me and said, "You know, give me a chance before you give up." And so I gave the Lord a chance and I ended up never regretting that being so glad that I did that because he caught me right at my lowest right before I had done I had was going to do something that was going to ruin my life possibly. And he caught me right before I was even slipping into that, you know, destructive mindset. And he told me to pick up my Bible and I picked up my Bible and he stayed there with me and he comforted me and he prayed with me. And he and he taught me and he actually helped me understand the Bible better. He got me in, into a better place with him and with myself. So I like ever since that day, I have felt like this shield of protection around me. And I was growing closer to him every single day. And I just, it got to the point where I just knew it was no better love than Lord than our Lord Jesus. It was no better love than his love out here, period. And that, you know, I needed him. I craved, you know, his love. I craved, you know, my time with him. I craved, you know, the secret place that He would he would hide me in when I prayed. So one day, it was about three weeks into this. It was about three weeks into him saving my life. And that's when all of a sudden I hear, you know, wait, hold on, before you go forward, this is what you need to know, and they're like, you know, take this opportunity, and it's almost like a deal from Satan, it feels like, or an like he's extending something to me, like, and he's like, all I know is he's like, um, you before you go deep into that and he immediately starts lying talking about um you're not going to understand excuse me you're not you're once you get into that you're not going to be able to get out and now's your chance before you get into that to you know find out the truth over here etc etc which is a complete lie because he doesn't he doesn't tell the truth but you know he's just like you know before you get into that, you know, you need to come see what's over here. And I'm I'm trying to remember exactly what he said, but he was just sounding so seducive. And I was just like, you know, I remember he was just like, you know, what did he say? He said, you're going to miss your opportunity to find out all of this stuff that's going on over here. All this stuff that you can have access to that the Lord doesn't want you to know about. And he doesn't want you to be able to, you know, think for yourself. He doesn't want you to know this kind of information because he knows that if you know, you won't need him or you probably will feel like you you won't need him. And he started immediately with the seducing. And I remember just thinking, like, where were you three weeks ago when my life was in danger and the Lord saved me? Where were you when my life was headed for destruction? You were going, either you were there the whole time or you don't care. Either way, you don't care. Because if you were there, you were going to let me destroy my life. You were going to let me go down that direction. You genuinely were. But if you weren't there, then you aren't, you know, who he is. You're not there. So... I knew that this spirit was because clearly this spirit had to be there in order to see my journey with God. You know, this like it's only been three weeks, but, you know, you've clearly been sitting, you know, on the sidelines, praying, praying, prying and excuse me, not praying, but uh prying and just, you know, hoping that you, you know, just trying to see if I'm going to go that direction or if I'm worth you actually you know, sneaking up on or seducing. And then once you see that I'm worth it, now you want to offer me something. You don't have anything to offer me. You don't have anything I would ever want. And so I looked, I said, who is this? What are you talking about? And I remember my mother was there and she looked at me. Her The look that my mother gave me was, you know, You know, I was like, is this real? Is this really going on? And it's kind of like her look. The look she gave me was kind of like, it's real. This is going on. And uh, you need to listen to him. Something like that. Or like, and I remember like, who is this? Like, look at your mother. I remember they said, look at your mother. And like, and I did say it's your mother. But, you know, I don't know if it really was my mother. She was the only person in the room at the time. But. If it were my mother and shoot, you know, she could, she obviously weren't the, other, the only person there. She was the only person in the room physically, but Jesus was right there the whole time. So it's like, I can't know. I don't know, you know, who's all here. I can't like anybody else say, of course, it's your mother. If they said this. No, because Jesus is here and there's no telling how many other spirits in the heavenly realm is here. So. I can't just automatically say it's my mother just because that's the only physical person I see, and not to mention you know finding out I didn't know this at the time, but I know now that you know that there was a bunch of different people who were actually on say inside and working you know in darkness, and they were in the house, they just weren't in the room, so how do I know it it weren't them it wasn't them as well, I'm not trying to you know. Dissolve, you know. I'm not trying to like make excuses for her because I've I don't make excuses for anything that it is they do. I'm just you know definitely trying to I'm going to speak on what I know. I'm going to speak not speak on what I know because you know it's a lot of things I still am learning, but I'm going to speak on how I felt honestly. I'm not going to add anything that I don't really know and un- well, unless I agree with that or I truly believe it. So All I know is, you know, it was a spirit to the right of me and then it was Jesus to the left of me. And Jesus was such a protecting spirit. He was just such a, a angel. He, like all you feel is light, warmth, comfort, protection. And, you know, you feel safe, you feel sure, you feel love. Like you feel like, you know, you're going to be okay. You can make it. It's okay. Everything's going to be okay. You don't have to worry about anything and the whole time Jesus just like do not listen. Just don't listen. Like he's like ignore him. Don't say anything to him. Don't be enticed by anything that he say. Just keep reading your Bible. Cuz in the in at the time I'm actually reading my Bible. And so, you know, he says something like, you know, I have certain things or I have something to offer and I did I I kind of ignored Jesus a little bit and that's my fault. But, you know, that's when I opened a door. I cracked the door. I left the door cracked where I was like, you know, what do you have to offer that, you know, I actually want? And is it better than what God has to offer me? I know it's not, you know, and it wasn't because I really I I don't know, because if you ask like if you ask Jesus, he's going to say that's because you wanted something better. But for me at the time, I was telling myself, you know, how, you know, there's no way that you are able to offer offer anything better than what God has offered me. I was just so excited and so happy about what I had been introduced to by God, like the love and the protection and just, you know, my new life, my new lifestyle. I was just so happy about it. But at the same time, like, I always knew that I was there. I always felt that there. Just like I always knew my relationship with God. I always knew what it was, how it was, etc. Not always specifically, but I've always known, you know, the nature of that. But I've always known about that. And one thing that has always slightly enticed me my entire life would be the fact that, you know, somehow I feel like somebody's always saying God is not, he doesn't want you to know about all of this stuff over here. And if you're with God, he's going to keep you in the blind. He's going to keep you ignorant. He doesn't want you to ask these questions. He's not going to allow you to ask certain questions. He's not going to give you the answer to certain questions because he doesn't want you to know about this kind of stuff that's over here. That's possible. And that's because he doesn't want you to do anything without him. He doesn't want you to feel like you can do it without him, etc. Now... Regardless of me knowing all of that, or not knowing that, because that's a lie. But regardless of me, you know, knowing that it, that whole conversation is there, that whole lifestyle, that whole ever, whatever it is, understanding exists. I'm not stupid. Like, I know people who choose not to be with God. I know that this this is one of the many reasons why. But, you know, I choose God. So... I chose God and I said, nah, you don't have anything to offer me. And I kept praying and kept going forward with God because he tried to keep me from stepping over this threshold. I had gotten to this point where I was about to step over a threshold. And right before I I walked through that door, he tapped my shoulder and said, wait, because it's going to be too late. And I said, no, I did, you know, entertain it for a second. But eventually I was like, you don't have anything better to offer. And then I jumped Over the threshold with God, but I did not realize I left the door cracked just by entertaining that conversation. I should have ignored him completely, like the Lord said. But it didn't matter because when I made that decision, I made it confidently, and I was sure, and I was, you know, I it wasn't a doubt. I didn't have a seed of doubt, even though it seemed like there was a seed of doubt just by questioning that. I it, I wasn't doubting the decision I made. I was so confident in what I had chosen. I didn't jump over that threshold thinking, you know, actually, you know, actually, no, never mind, because I don't want to lie. Because I do feel like slightly, I felt like if that's ever the case or if that's ever, if the information is ever true, it's always there. But God, you know, I'm choosing him. So I guess that's like a seed of doubt. It's a seed of doubt, just feeling like that's always there. You shouldn't even care if it's there at all. But um, it didn't matter to me because like it's it's hard to explain because the devil wants to give himself more credit than he actually deserves. In reality, I did not care anything that he was offering, and if I wanted to or if I cared for anything that he was offering, you know, like I said, he offered it and I wasn't for it. So he wants to trick me into believing that you know it was more to it than it was, kind of like. I hate to make this comparison, but you ever know you ever notice like a guy that you turned down and then you know he always wants to make it seem like if you turned him down and you know you you were just good and you were just okay and then like he'll make it seem like well, just the fact that you were even talking to me, you were interested. I know that you were more interested and you're willing to admit, etc. And it's like, uh okay, if that's how you make yourself feel better, cool. But you know, no. That's how it feels. And a lot of times like you know, I'm sure it's a lot of people like, what isn't that kind of true? And it's like, no, it's it's a like I I don't ex- I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, no, it's not true. There's no truth to that. Like I'm good off of you. Why wouldn't I talk to you? What's stopping me? You know, what why I don't have that. I'm look. What am I afraid of? I'm I don't. You know, if I wanted I wanted this guy to talk to him. So what? Why didn't I talk to you? I didn't want you. You know, and that's what that is. But. You know, I hope that's not a bad comparison, but that's just something that just, you know, just, I don't know, drawing my mind. But all I know is I chose God and I walked through that threshold that day and I kept going forward each and every single day. I felt, you know, myself getting stronger in the Lord. You know, the Lord was empowering me more. He was healing me and I was walking through thresholds every day, if not every week, if not every month, if not every year. And the Lord was making me promises and I was, you know, getting awards and I was like all of this stuff happens in the spirit. And I was moving forward, moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. But like I said, you know, the excuse me, the devil and his demons. A lot of times they do not play fair. They don't play fair. They need they look for crumbs. They look for anything. Like even if it's a crack in a door, they're trying to sneak in. They're conniving. They're malicious and they're unfair. They don't play fair. So when it comes down to it, you know, just even that entertainment of that conversation had left me subjected. I was subjected just for that. And I never cared really because Jesus always was such a protection over me that even as I entertained that conversation, I was in his arms. So... I know that you know I'm with God who can protect me, and there's no other there's no better love and there's nothing that can offer me you have that you have over there to offer me honestly in reality, I feel like even going that route, not that I will ever blame anybody or judge anybody, but I feel like it's a lot of selfishness involved with that route period, and that would have been the opportune time to get me because at that time i wasn't it's not that I was selfish, but I was just so vulnerable, I was so vulnerable because I was going through so much and I was hurting so bad and I was ready to end it all anyways. And I was looking for, you know, I was just looking for, like, the way that you can tell how vulnerable I was where God is just like, before you let it all go, give me a chance. Because you, because he knows that that's what I'm willing, that like, not what I'm willing to do, but that's what I'm ready to do. I'm ready to let it all go. I'm ready to give up forever. And he knows I'm serious. So like that's how you that's how you know that, you know, that's where I was. That's how vulnerable I was in that situation. But the Lord had gotten me. Three weeks before, I and honestly looking back on this situation, I do feel like that whole uh, that whole time when I was like, you know, I'm ready to let it all go. I'm ready to get I'm ready to give up forever. I genuinely feel like that was the devil. I genuinely feel like that was him. He was trying like it wasn't even me. Like I I know that now. It wasn't even me at the time. Like, I wasn't even ready to give up. I had so much, you know, to offer. Like, I had so much. My life is just getting started. Like, I have so much to do in this world. I have so much ready for me and for me in this world. I'm so, you know, abundant and talented to be giving up that easily over such a small situation. I was just, it was, I knew that it couldn't have been me. It couldn't have been me. And I don't overreact like that. I really don't, I mean, honestly, I, I can be dramatic, but, like, I wasn't being dramatic, I was serious, so, you know, and I think back on it, I know that that was the devil, because, like, I can't even remember the conversation, how it was going, like, all I hear is, like, a instigator, like, you won't do that, like, you're lying, you just want attention, Um, you're not even really, like, the kind of person, like, you will just you just let you not you just let stuff like this happen to you but like you know whatever just get over it because you know you're not gonna do anything about it and then I'm just like you know I don't know why I'm being instigated when I'm so serious I'm so serious like and it's not even about this instigator because I know that it doesn't really matter what anybody says I won't do if I'm actually gonna do it by that time do it matter what somebody said I wouldn't do like what's going to stop me at the end of the day if I decide to so go to go forward and do that? Nothing's going to stop me besides, you know, me deciding what whether I would or would not do it. And if I decide not to do it, if I really am not, you know, built like that or built for it, moving forward, you know, that conversation, you know, it's not going to. It wouldn't have made a difference. If I really was a punk, if I really wasn't about that, and I moved forward, and I never looked at, I never looked back at that, or I never looked back at, that, you know, that situation. I was just like, you know, I noticed I was just doing it for attention or whatever. You know, what difference would it have made? What they were saying, just like what difference would it have made if I had went through with that and it had been the end of my life. So, I moved forward with God because I knew how serious I was, and the last thing. That, you know, I was going to say the last thing I needed was instigator because like I said, it did not matter. But the last thing that was, you know, I don't want to, I don't know how to explain it. All I know is instigator in that situation was just so, I don't know, untimely or maybe it was timely. I don't know how to explain it, whatever. I just know I kept moving forward and going through different thresholds with God and, you know, growing in him and every single day, every single time that I take, I took him serious without holding back. Like, it's one thing to say you want to do this. And it's one thing to, you know, say, I'm OK, I'm gonna give you a chance, God, but still part of you is like, you know, what's even the point? No, I was like, there's a point. There's a point because this is my last chance. This is my last chance. Effort towards anything before I give up. I was serious. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter about an instigator when you're for real. Like, what is an instigator when you're for real and what's the an instigator when you're not? So, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was my last everything. That was the last effort I was about to give for anything. So, that's why I wasn't holding back because I told myself, if this is the last effort, I'm going to give it anything. I better give it my all so that I can prove to myself that, you know, I did. You know, I did at some point, well, I want to say I tried, because obviously there's a lot more you can do to try, but I wanted to prove, not prove, but I wanted to make sure that, you know, if this is my last effort, I'm going to give it my all because... When I make that decision, everything is over with. Nothing is going to be on my conscience. Nothing is going to be on my heart saying you didn't even really try. So how do you really know if there's something If there's something better out there? I feel like it was a logical decision I was making at the time. That's what I really felt. I didn't feel like I was just being dramatic. I didn't feel like, oh, it's not it's not that bad. Or maybe it's not what it seems like. It's not what it looks like. No, I really felt like, you know, this is logical. There's nothing out here. This world sucks there's nothing for me. And, you know, given the circumstances, I don't even think it's worth, you know, moving forward. Like, it was a logical decision to, to excuse me, I don't want to sound, you know, scientific. But what I'm saying is, you know, it was a logical decision for me. It felt like that was, it made sense. Like, I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, that would be so stupid or selfish or none of this other stuff. Like, to me, Given everything I knew and everything that I understood, this makes sense. Like, I don't, you know, I don't really care what anybody else would do. But to me, it feels like um, a logical option, a rational option. It really does. It's not irrational to me. So in order for me to rationalize completely I had to give that opportunity that the Lord was giving me that last chance I had to give it all I had because if I ever ended up back in that position I never was going to look back and say you know I didn't you know I didn't actually explore my options I didn't try so I gave it all I had, I did with God, and I I took it serious, I didn't hold back, and every single time I realized, I heard it, I noticed it, I felt it, just this conversation that was being had, where it's like, you know, wow, okay, that's amazing, like, and just like, you know, I was surprising somebody, I was surprising somebody, and I don't want to say the Lord, because Knowing what I know now, the Lord knows everything. He knew that I was going to take that opportunity, even though he knew that I was serious about what I was doing. I don't know how he sees it, though, you know, and he knew that I was going to give Him my all and I was going to, you know, choose him wholeheartedly and not hold back in my heart because I knew that this was my last chance. This is my this is the last effort I was giving anything before I was going to give up. So he knew that who I was, he knew what I was capable of, he knew what I was doing. So, whoever this was that was helping me, I'd feel like they were working for God, or at least they felt compelled to do something about my life. But, um, I don't necessarily feel like it was Jesus, I do feel like they were on Jesus' side clearly. Like, you can't be on the devil's side and want to push me towards God. Like, you're not going to be on, I mean, he actually does that. He's, you know, he's funny, but, um, you are not going to be, you know, on, you're not going to be an angel of darkness, but actually really motivating me and seeing what I'm capable of and seeing what I'm doing and motivating me towards the Lord. Like, I don't know, it's possible. I've seen it since, but still, like at the time I just felt like, I felt like that, you know, must've been Jesus, but I really didn't know. You know, so moving forward, I put it all my all into it. And that's all he needed, because the the, what I put into it, he gave me back 10 times over. He gave me back 10 times over like I would give him, you know, I would give I would just take him serious. I won't say I'll give him all my all I got, because mind you, I'm still in this mindset where, you know, I don't like I don't think life is worth it. I don't think life is worth it, but I'm giving you what I can give because I'm taking you serious. So, I didn't I wasn't giving all I got. I'm I'm only saying that now because now I know that giving all I got looks totally different. But I was taking him serious and moving forward and not holding back with my heart. Once I did that, you know, God gave me 10 times what I was giving him. He he catapulted me forward. He empowered me. And he healed me like he's healing me. And I knew there was so much more that needed to be done. But just that little, you know, just that effort first, just that, you know, decision made it. I don't know. It just changed everything going forward. I want to say change everything at the time. I don't want to lie. But what I'm saying is that it definitely was so it was obvious I was making the right decision. So, um, later, you know, as I, as I got closer to God, like it was just a lifestyle. It was a lifestyle for me. I can't say that it was just so magical every single day, even though it was, it's just like, for me, it was like, now you have to get used to this. Like, this is something that you have to you know incorporate like this is a lifestyle choice this is something you're going to have to do every day you can't look at it as a you know you can't keep looking at it as a I'm just giving this a shot for now no you know now that you've chosen this you have to you have to accept and suit up like I don't know how to explain it but you got to walk in it now Cause you've accepted it, you've chosen it. Like at first, you were just giving it a shot, but now you see what was was there for you, and you've accepted it and moved forward. So I feel like in that moment, I made a covenant with God. So like, yeah, you can make a covenant with the devil, and you can make a covenant with God. I feel like once I swerved the devil, like I curved him, and then I accepted the Lord and I chose God. I made a covenant with God, while the devil was like, "Wait, you can make a covenant with me," and I'm like, "No." So. You do make a covenant with God when you choose him. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior consciously. Like, you know what you're doing. And you know what it is that you are accepting. What it is he has to offer you. And that is better than any other option on this planet. That's making a covenant. So, I made a covenant with God. And I moved forward. And when you do that, you can't keep pretending like, oh, this is just a, you know... This is, I'm just giving this a shot. This is just a, you know, I'm just trying this out for a while. Like, you can't keep pretending like that. You have to take it serious now. So I started taking it serious. And it wasn't hard because I really chose it for real. So, you know, I just wore it every day. And it it doesn't always look like, you know, everything's always good. It doesn't always look like everything's always amazing. It doesn't look like everything is Um, better, going to be better. Etc. It is always going to be better. It just doesn't always look like that. So I had to accept that even a lot of times when it felt like, you know, I'm doing all the list. Why is my situation changing for the better and before my very eyes? I still had to, you know, accept that regardless, you know, I know that it will. And I'm making the right decision, even if I can't necessarily comprehend that right now. So I moved forward doing that. And a lot of days, it just didn't feel ideal. A lot of days for a long time, it felt if I've always chose God, I've always loved him. But a lot of days for a long time, it felt like nothing's happening. Nothing's changing. But at least I have God. Just at least I have him. And that, that you have to be okay with just that. You have to because if you're not if you're saying to yourself, if it's not more than that and you know, a day comes by or a week comes by or a month comes by or a year comes by, well that's all you have, you're not going to survive. You have to be you have to be fully aware of who God is and what he has to offer, which is that just means you have to love him for him. You can't love him for what he's giving. You can't love him for what you may receive. You cannot love him for You know, I know for a fact it's not gonna be that anymore because you don't know and it's not it's not that it's not true. It might you might know it might not ever be that, you know, again. But if that if it ever comes a time that it is that, do you still love God? You have to still love him. So you have to be choosing him regardless. And I know some days gonna be like, I don't I don't know what to how to feel, what to choose, and that's okay, you know, as long as you just know for real. Like, not just saying it. And he always he's always going to separate the wheat from the tares, So, it's going to come a time where that's being tested. So, that's why you have to know. So, moving forward, like, that was just what it was for me. For me, it was just like, you know, I'm just so grateful that, you know, God saw me when right before I gave up. Right before I, I did not care anymore. Right before nothing on this planet was worth it to me anymore. Like and it's not that I hate that you know, it sounds like this situation, whatever it was at the time, was the reason why, I felt like that I did that I feel like that was the hate that broke the camel's back, but at the end of the day, this is just something that I have been growing up dealing with. I have been dealing with this since I was like twelve years old, and I had for a long time just drifted away from God, and as I drifted away, as I drifted away from God, um. He would, you know, protect me. It would always be a shield of protection. He would always tell me I would never get far from him. Like, I may stray but not far. And he would remove this feeling from me. me. And for years, this demon had been removed from my life. It was gone. Even when I wasn't as close to God as I should have been. And it had come back. That's that's what I had to realize. Like I didn't realize it at the time because you can't see past it at the time when you're in it, when you're under its delusion, its strong delusion. But now I realize at the time it had come back. When God had removed it, I had invited it back. I had let it come back. So that's what I was dealing with. I was dealing with you know this demon that has been plaguing me my whole life, just showing back up again and coming back full force. So I was so blessed that the Lord saw me in that situation, even as many times throughout the years as he has, you know, protected me from this very demon and redirected it and got it away from me so that I could move forward. And I didn't ever, you know, understand. I don't feel like I appreciated it enough. A lot of times still to this day, it's no way I could ever truly appreciate it as much as he deserves to be appreciated. But I still wasn't appreciating it, I feel like at all. Around that time, cause I, even though I noticed that these different things I was, you know, come in and out of and I knew that this had to be God, you know, at the same time, I still wouldn't, you know, take I wouldn't do the proper I wouldn't worship him, worship him and show gratitude to him enough like I should have. And he has saved me, you know, this time. And it was just like I feel like that was the one time where it's like inignorable everything he's doing. So, moving forward, everything that I was thinking about was, I'm just so grateful that he he felt I was worth it. I'm so grateful that the Lord saw me as worth it enough to put enough work in again. Even if there's many times he's done this, like, he's doing this again. He could have said, you know, all these times... I have saved you from this all of these different times. I have separated you from this demon. And somehow you just don't, you know, appreciate what I'm doing enough to stay away from those type of situations. You know, or even though I won't say it's my fault. I would just say that, you know, it was a lot of different precautions I could have taken to never have ever ended up with that demon back on my back. I wasn't, you know, appreciating God enough what he was doing. And, you know, he could have he could have seen that. And said, I'm tired of doing that for you. Or he could have seen that and said, I'm not doing that for you anymore. Like, now, you know, fend for yourself. But um, he didn't. Like, he saw me as worth it again. And I'm pretty sure if it ever took a million more times after that, he would still see me as worth it. But I knew that that was crunch time because never before did the devil ever offer me anything. So, I knew it was crunch time. And I chose God. and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to have chosen him. So um, now, you know, he had moving forward, he started, you know, suiting me up. I started getting different awards. I feel like in the spirit, I started getting placed in different on different levels. I was leveling up with God and you know everybody always talking about the levels to the masonry and the devil worshiping and all the other stuff it's levels with god and i'm telling you it's so much better over there and you know he's giving he's giving me power he's giving me you know new you know dominion or like regions where like now you have this you, you know i'm praying over cities states people Okay, now you have this place, you have this place. I'm giving you all of this now. He's giving me more, you know, land, more space, more dominion in the spirit where I'm praying over, I'm, you know, I'm getting jurisdiction over these places. And you think, you know, it's funny because we don't understand like everything is spiritual. And so these demons, these agents of darkness, they have dominion over these regions, like your state. You don't know who really has your state. You should be grateful. If there's somebody, you know, that God can use in your state and to to have jurisdiction over your state where they're protecting you from these dark, these ages of darkness, because what they do is they kill people. They they murder people. They cause accidents. They you know, they do all of this different stuff. And if you don't have somebody who's praying over that city, praying over that state and working for God, like, you know, you have God. That's that's what it is. You always be protected it as long as you know that but like it's so spiritual it's so spiritual like i i didn't realize that you know how serious that was because i had only been from my state i had only lived in my hometown and you can't really tell when you visit when you visit other places you're not really aware you know you can know you notice it But it's always fun when you're visiting. It's always lighthearted when you're visiting. But if you move into a different region, you'll find, you know, it's totally different. A lot of people say, oh, it's just different. Like, they can't see past, you know, the flesh. They can't see in the spirit. They can't see past the natural. They can't see in the spirit. And they'll say, you know, oh, it's just different from where I come from, you know. But, of course, it would be because a lot of times, you know, if you're like me, this is the first place you've lived outside of your hometown. So you're just saying to yourself that's probably what comes with it. That's probably how it goes. Maybe later on when I move somewhere else, it'll look different or it'll be different or I'll be a little bit more, you know, knowledgeable about how this like how this works. But really the whole time it really doesn't really have much to do with that. It's really a lot to do with this spirit because I moved out here to find out that, you know, this there's a there's a dark power who has jurisdiction over this region and where I was from actually I won't even lie like for the longest even though I I was I am a demon hunter even though I am that and I knew that the Lord told me I was that you know I still had to grow and be built up enough to have jurisdiction over even my region over my hometown and over my state that didn't happen till I was like at least 21 years old 22 and I, I had always been working hard but like I didn't actually win over the entire state and be built up and strong enough to get, you know, move to a different jurisdiction or a different region bigger than my state until 22. So I got here and I did not realize, like, the different powers at work, the different dark powers at work. Like God is always in full control. And, you know, with God, when he's telling you, All these different things that are happening when God is telling you all these different things that is going on. It's so hard to believe because you see people and you go out into the world and people are acting so normal or they're trying to act as normal as possible. Like as far as the when it's unnormal, when it's not normal, the weirdest things you'll see, it'll usually you'll feel like you're trying to write it off, like you're trying to make it make sense to you when it doesn't. And a lot of times, that's that's how we move. That's how we are. We do that a lot. So, with that being said, you know, when I come into when I came into this different region, and I noticed like the different things going on in the spirit, and how it would feel. Like at first, I started off visiting when I moved here. You know, I felt that I was so protected by God that even though I noticed it, you know, I didn't know that you know, I knew that I was on a mission. But I did not know that, you know, it was affecting my prayers and everything I was doing was affecting more than outside of me. Even though I always knew that, it was more of a, my mindset was on, I'm protected, I'm good, I'm praying over my family, my friends. And hopefully, if, you know, I got to be better, I got to do better and get stronger. But I hope that's even enough to, to even cover me and my family. Like, I'm hoping and praying that my prayers are even enough to cover me and my family. And the Lord has actually commissioned me to pray for everybody's family. Everybody's family in this region. So, like, I didn't realize how powerful I was. That's what I'm trying to say. Because I was, I was hoping that my prayers were even powerful enough to even protect me and my family. I just didn't realize how powerful I was. And um, that's because God had made me powerful. I realized how powerful he was. But I didn't know how powerful I was. So, in the process when i moved out here and i figured you know everything i figured out like this what was going on in the spirit here and different things that were going on um i don't know i just like i, I did what only what only i knew how to do in a situation like this what, which was pray and i just kept praying and it started to become more and more evident It started to become more and more obvious and more and more inignorable, and like they started showing up, like you know when you like I don't know how to explain it, but I show up in this region, I'm praying, and then you know whatever whatever power I have that I'm not even aware about, we're aware of, or I am aware of, and I'm just I don't know what I think that at the time I was just thinking like where I'm from, where I came from. Like when I was praying, people were grateful. People were grateful. They were like, thank you for like, I don't know how to explain it. But even in the spirit, people are like, thank you. Thank you. You know, when I'm praying, like people are happy about that. People are relieved. People want to get rid of these demons. I'm talking about people are like, take them, take them. What took you so long? But I moved to a region where it's like you start attacking their demons and they are like, oh, no, you didn't. Like you're attacking their personal property. Like you are attacking their home. Like you are attacking their family. You are attacking, you know, their assets, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know what to say. But all I know is they have built relationships with these demons. Like I've heard about this before where it's like, when you become a devil worshipper you you get in covenant with the devil you make a pact with him ever you he he gives you demons that you have to, that you have built a relationship up with so you know with these witches and these different you know sorcerers and wizards and warlocks the thing about it is you know they have built up relationships with these demons even though they're most disgusting looking Creatures you've ever seen on your life, they are their friends, they are their lovers, they are their buddies, they are their co-workers. Like this, this is their family. And when you come and you start praying, which is you know, like in the Bible it says, like the breastplate of righteousness, the bell of truth, the um the helmet of salvation. And the shield of, cause I'm, I'm, I want to mess it up. The shield, I don't know if I'm messing this up, but the word of truth. And they said when Jesus, when Jesus speaks, his tongue is like a sword. Uh, the words are the weapons. He just speaks. And you know that's when you're hurt. And excuse me, not hurt. I don't know how to explain it. Like, okay, he speaks, and you are attacked. How to explain it? That's 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 how he fights. He fights with his words, and so do we as Christians. When we read the Bible, the word is our warfare. The word is our warfare. We. We fight with our words. We fight with the word of God. That's what we do. So when I'm fighting just by speaking the power in a, in a, in the name of the Lord, just speaking the power in the Bible, just speaking the word of God, that's how I'm fighting these demons. I'm attacking them, and I didn't realize it. I thought that I was just doing, well, I didn't think. I knew that I was just doing what God had sent me to do. I didn't realize I was attacking people. They showed up at my doorstep. Like, not even knocking. Like, we're going to break in. Like, because who are you to show up attacking us? And I realized this. I talked about this in a previous episode. Like, I was just praying. I didn't realize I was attacking anybody. I'm, like, I'm just praying. Like, really, literally, I thought, like, I'm minding my business. I'm not hurting anybody. Why is everybody, why are you all attacking me? That's literally what I kept saying to them when they attacked me. They had put so much on me. They had put so many demons on me. They had put so many spells on me. They were working overtime on me. I'm talking about all day. I hear them chanting my name. I hear them putting different things on me. I see God is showing me what they're doing in the spirit to me. He's showing me this. And as I pray, I'm just like, what did I do to you? Like, I'm not even, I didn't even come for you. You acting like, you know, like you're acting like I showed up at your coven, whatever it is, you, like your cave and started attacking you in your cave. I didn't do anything to you. And the thing was, I, that's what I was doing, though. I didn't know it. And they said, you started it. And I didn't know how to feel about that, but I just knew I realized, like, you know, I started it when I started praying. And it's so much power in it. But at the time, I was like, so, oh my gosh, you have no idea. Like, I was just like, wow. Like, I had the Lord and Jesus was protecting me always. But I was just so, I was being drained constantly, 24-7, all day, every day. You know, being attacked by a bunch of different wizards, warlocks, sorcerers, demons, witches. All day, all of them in the region. Like, it's hundreds of them, if not thousands And, you know, they're sending everything at you that all that they have because the Lord has, you know, given me such a power. I didn't realize that my power, all their power combined, is not even, you know, it's not even equal to my power. They're so afraid of me. And, you know, they had said it. The Lord said it. The Lord is like, you don't understand the power I've given you. Like, I told you who I am. Like, well, no, I told you, you know who I am. You know that any power that I give you is going to be, you know, massive. So you have the power to beat them. You have so much power. Like, you are very, very, very powerful. And this is why they all jump you. This is why they're all attacking you at once. They're intimidated by you. And jealous and everything. And they even said it, like... Every single time I'll be like, why is everybody jumping me? What would, you know, how is that a fair fight? Why do you all have to jump me? Like, you know, I'm sitting here thinking I'm actually losing. And in reality, they're all fighting with everything that they have. And they're still not even making a dent. So, you know, with all that happening, they were like, you know, what do you mean? It's like, they they really didn't see, like, I, I noticed that the reaction was, what, like, You have all this power and all of us, you know, combined, you know, barely making a dent, you know, and you're sitting up here complaining that it's all of us. And I'm like, is that fair? Like, it's more than fair. It's more than fair. And I didn't really feel like it was fair. I still don't feel like it's fair because it's like, you know, it is though. It's fair only because I'm with God. It's fair because I'm not going to lose with God. It's fair because as long as I choose God, I win. The reason why I felt like it wasn't fair was because I couldn't be perfect. And so when it's all of these different people and they're all coming at you all at once. And they even turn your own family against you. There's no place you can go around anybody who they cannot use. And I'm talking about any church as well. And it gets this this serious. Then it's like... You don't have you don't you don't have the luxury of ever messing up one mistake they're waiting they're prowling they're you're holding them all off at once so if it's ever a opening, don't you think they're waiting for that? if there's ever a crack in any type of shield or of protection that you have, they're waiting for that but luckily, I have the Lord Jesus, I hate to take all the credit and I hope I'm not because this entire time what I've been meaning to say is that. The Lord, like the Lord is He just protecting He's protecting me when I'm not aware I'm doing what it is He sent me out to do. He's giving me such a power that I'm fighting them, but He's protecting me so much. He's protecting me throughout everything wherever Anytime my defenses are down, anytime I make a mistake, anytime they find an opening, he's booting them back out. He's, you know, knocking them back off of me. He's protecting me. He's blocking things. He's helping me get stronger, but he's allowing certain things to go through because it's meant to make me stronger. It's meant to get me closer to him. It's meant to make me more powerful. It's meant to, you know, get me to like straighten up. It's meant to get me to, you know, tie all loose ends. That's what it's meant to do. And so he was allowing a certain, you know, amount of power to actually or a certain level of whatever it was they were like he was allowing a certain a little bit of it to actually reach me. But all glory be to God because it was all Him. It was all Him. The reason why I didn't feel like I have any really any real power because it's not me. Like I I have power, but only the power He gives. So it, that's probably why I felt like the whole time, like, why are you guys attacking attacking me? I'm just this helpless regular person, and all of you guys have all this witchcraft, all these different tricks, all these different tactics, and all these different demons that y'all all are sending at me all at once, and. How is that fair? And the whole time, like, you know, they're saying, you know, you got this you got that and such and such and such and such and they're so mad. But like, in reality, it's like I didn't feel like I had anything. And the thing was, I don't like not without God. So that's why I felt like that's why I felt helpless, because it's not my power. It was God's power. It is God's power. It's always God's power. So all glory be to God, because I'm just a vessel. And a chosen vessel for this, you know, situation. But God already told me what was going to happen from the jump. He told me that, you know, I was going to revise these people. That I'm sent here to revise these people. And I have confidence that God is going to win, especially with all the power I've seen him exhibit without even really, that's that's not even scratching the side.